0: 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.
1: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Hello and welcome to Old Brother, a podcast of our much-missed slash musical institution, The Fall. Each week, we invite a longer guest to chat about their experiences and memories of the group. We, in this case, is me, Paul Hanley, and my brother Steve, who was a member of the group for nigh on 20 years. You can find us at play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash old brother on all good podcast outlets. Hope you enjoyed today's show. It's a belter. Okay, welcome to the latest episode of Old Brother, the Fall podcast with me, Paul Anley and my ever so talented brother, Stephen. Uh, delighted with the guest we've got this evening. This is uh, a real drummer for a change. This is Kieran Mellon, who was the who <laughs> was the drummer in the Fall for what,
2: fourteen years, I believe, was it? Kieran? No, I'd love to claim that one. It was eleven.
1: Oh, only 11 then. Oh, yeah.
2: Only 11? Yeah, you... <laughs> Wasn't, that...
1: <laughs> Wasn't worth bothering with that, was it? I've been doing a bit of homework on you, Kieran, and I believe that you you didn't really know who the fall were, or you knew who they were. You didn't really know them, did you, before you joined? Is that right?
2: That's right, yeah. I, I, basically, I knew Mr Pharmacist, and am named the fall song originally, is it? You know? No. <laughs> no. So did you ever do so, Mr uh... Pharmacist with the fall? Sorry, what?
1: Did you ever do Mr Pharmacist with the fall?
2: Only every gig. <laughs> every <night. laughs> I just missed
1: that. I just missed Mr. Pharmacist. And just after I, well, w- once I went, they had to start doing cover versions. They didn't yeah. have enough, didn't have enough once, songs after I left.
2: Once everybody had to run for the, the last
1: train, that's when we used to play with Mr. Pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was with miss Walter Mitty's Head, I believe, was the name of the band, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. How did you know that? Uh, you know, there's this thing, they got this thing now called the internet. You can look things up.
2: I Let's also know. i out there.
1: I also know your dad had a record yeah. shop. Is that right? Yeah, he
2: yeah, had a Planet Records in Cone. Um, so, I, well, since I'm, well, as far back as I can remember, I've, I've always had my dad just feeding me different different kinds of, you know. You, you started me off on blues, funnily enough. Right. So. Not the fall then? Blue stuff. Sorry? Not the fall. No, not the fall, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you started playing, and I believe you started playing really young. Yeah, but sort of about five or six. Wow. Um, I'm trying to teach my son now. He's seven. He's picking up quite well, actually. But you know, like obviously, I weren't playing in bands at five and six. <laughs> 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 just just messing about at home. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a weird one because all my friends were into like, do you know the music genre happy hardcore? No, a bit old. A bit old you know, for happy
1: hardcore, me. I think
2: it's absolutely. Shockingly bad. It's uh, it's not sort of like a high pitched vocal over like Wigan Pier dance music, like really fast. While I was listening, well, to... I, I can't believe you never caught on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a big thing in called where I, where I'm from. Right, and uh, so my mates were listening to stuff like that, and I was listening to bloody Howling Wolf. Nah. <laughs> Wondering, I thought everybody else were weird, but they thought I was a strange one.
0: That's probably a good a good pedigree kind of thing for
2: getting in the fall, isn't it? Knowing all that stuff, I don't know, you know, but I don't, I, I think, I mean, I got in the fall by. Dave, you know I'm not. I didn't get picked out anything special. Dave, Dave suggested me because I've been in bands with Dave for bloody I don't know ten years before that. So. Yeah, yeah. You just give give me a go, really. That's that's how I got in. Right. The Americans uh, couldn't get over to Dusseldorf to do Imperial Wax Solvent, and I got the call.
1: Right. So did you start in the studio then, or did you do gigs before you started? I've done
2: two gigs. Uh, they were Orfeo McCord. Mm-hmm. I think his, his last name was. Uh, he couldn't get over to Dublin. Uh, I think it was October. Uh, yeah october 2006 so i met mark at the airport on the wednesday dave gave me a cd and said right there's 12 songs there learn those and then we've got a gig on Saturday, so I'm like, right, okay. And then I met Mark at the airport. And, that's, that's wow. and, and, and how many of
0: them twelve songs
2: were in the set? Well, actually, all of them. And then oh, all the of end... them.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, so I have, yeah, I have
0: so known that. it. The guitarist we had, Mark, gave him a, a list of songs to learn. And then his first gig, there was only four of them at the list in this actual set on the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
2: think I, I got lucky there, really. Yeah. We did play one. Never heard of, and I, I played it twice at speed because I had no idea what was going on. But Mark was pretty, he just said, Oh, we're all right, it was fine. And we got off, so I got, I got way lightly on that one, I think. You, know,
1: you can't really have a go at you, though, can you? You've never heard it. I mean, blimey.
2: <laughs> no, no. He it, 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 it it was pretty good to me on that one, to be fair to him, Mike. Yeah.
3: Know,
2: yeah which, I've heard the stories on the way there, and he <laughs> said, Oh, watch this documentary, uh, you know, the frightening, wonderful and yes. frightening. Well, mm. So I watched that to try and gauge sort of what he was like. Yeah, and, uh, and he was nothing like that when I met him. We were absolutely like sweetheart, really.
1: I think he. Um, I don't know which came first, but I think when when he was working with you three and Elena, he he was he was kind of different. Money, I think. I think I think he had more faith in you lot. I think.
2: Like I said, uh, while well, talking to you before about this, like everybody, all the different lineups all have had different times with Mark. And, yeah, Like, seeing... You know, when we were young, younger, I'm sure we were a bit more feisty in different ways than when we were older. Yeah, I don't know, but our our experience was all. Um, I don't know. I went in. I didn't go in there thinking I was in the band. If you know what I mean. Yeah. That were my my way of sort of working them Mark. Was oh, I'm working for Mark in his band. Yeah. So I kind of went as a, a staff. I think that's quite <laughs> healthy. Yeah. As a band.
1: That's quite a healthy way to do it, I think, isn't it? But I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of like that for us, wasn't it? We knew the setup, and we, when we joined, we knew he was in charge, and we'd seen yeah. other people come and go.
1: But I mean, I think it becomes yeah. it's own myth, doesn't it? I think, and that's what happened sort of night around the late 90s is that becomes the story about how horrible it is, and then that's the only thing that anyone ever asks you about. So then it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy because it wasn't like that. It wasn't like... You hear people thinking it was like being in World War One, but, I mean, the, the only thing people ask you about is that, and if that's the only stories that get put out, then it sounds like it's that all the time, but it wasn't. I don't No, think.
2: no. I, I've seen him do... I've seen him own a room... Whole, oh, yeah. Full of, like, yeah. It's amazing, it, like, the way he's done it. We we're in this room, uh, He did some, I can't remember the band name. Um, he did a thing with a lot. You've probably seen the clips, actually, on YouTube. But he goes into a studio with, like, all the heavy metal guys. And uh, he was wearing a pink shirt. <laughs> and they were all there with the tattoos and, the you know, the heavy metal tops and everything. Yeah. And he just, they were silent while Mark were there he was just he just owned the room. Yeah, yeah. Nobody did. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen a Hacienda dressing room I've,
0: I've go completely silent when he walked in.
3: <laughs> yeah, he
0: just had
2: a thing about him. Oh, he did. Yeah, they're right <laughs> presence, didn't he? Well, yeah, he was always cool with us, you know. Yeah. He, he was more of a, like, um, he started off as, like, business. I was there to do a job, and then we became friends along the years, you know, and then... Um, yeah. He sort of like back then more of a like a father figure to us in music. You know, yeah. got a dad. You know, yeah, yeah. So, Of course, But yeah. like it's kind of that relationship more because we're we're young compared to Mark, so yeah, he kind of treated a bit differently. I think maybe that's the difference. You know, we our age gap is uh, quite a bit from me to Mark, so he's trek Treats me well, I was twenty three when I joined the band. Yeah. So he <laughs> treat me like a... A kid, I
1: suppose. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's funny that because I always thought there was a big age gap between me and Mark. And, but when you look back, I was like sixteen when I joined, and he was what twenty-two. I mean, it's nothing, is it? But he was—he was, he, he was, like, no, he was really. like an older man. He was an older, much older, much more mature. I suppose is probably the wrong word, but he—I I always felt like a, a kid. He could buy and sell me, obviously. I mean, he didn't—he didn't. He didn't I, I had that kind of relationship. I think that I was an employee. Well, not—not not an employee is probably not the right word, is it? I mean, it was a band. But it was it was that I was there to do what Mark wanted to do what Mar wanted a drummer to do, which I think is quite a good way to do it, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, it's like we decided, uh, as in, like me, Dave, and Pete, decided right from the outset that you know, he used to. Fa- it comes over and fasts around with the like. He'll pull the cymbals over, or like yeah. on these new kits, it, everything's attached to the bloody cymbal stand. now. Right. So you've got he you pulls your cymbal. Well, you listen, won't you? He pulls the yeah. yeah. Stand over and, the, and everything goes. goes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but like, and he'll turn feet up and down, and Dave off and on, and he'll yeah, and did that, and that? Did that that not really
0: bother you? Because that used to really... I used to hate that, messing with the
2: <laughs> No, well, that's the thing. We we decided right from the sort of word go on that one, that it's Mark Shaw, and if he wants to sort of dismantle the stage, then we'll do, we'll just keep going with we what we've got left. Yeah. And uh, right. it, it always worked out, you know, the on-stage mixing things. Yes. yeah. Sometimes it, it hit the nail on the head. Other times it would just like... But I used to to think that
0: I've just spent all afternoon sound-checking and getting this thing right and getting it to sound good, and he's just (laughs) come along and destroyed it in a a matter of a second. Why did I bother?
1: It's a different kind of good. Well, yeah. Different kind (laughs) of good.
2: (laughs) We've done it where we've sound-checked and got it sounding really great and uh, everything sounded good on stage. And then Mark would turn up at the venue, and you're like, oh, no, he's here. Because <laughs> <Like>, he, <laughs> he started hanging back at the, you know, letting us go and do it. Yeah. Uh, but every time he turned up, he'd come in, and he'd always said He'd always be the same thing. He'd come in and just go, uh, Kieran, can you just... Move the drum kit two foot oh, to the left. To say that, yeah. Can you just move that <laughs> drum
0: kit two foot to the left? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would it not have been easier for him to stand two feet to the right rather than move the drum kit? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I, I used to do it. <laughs> I'd just change it. Yeah, so we did a gig in. Uh, we did one show in Newcastle. I can't remember. It's like someone in one day festival things, and uh, Mark had decided. He's like, "Come on, let's just let them market it now and we like the drums are set up he's like bill we'll just do it <laughs> so like we basically walked out on stage and i was dragging the toms and everything and, and the you know the bass drum it's like throwing it up while pete's doing an intro and, like, but it turned out to be a really good gig just because it's so right. ramshackled <laughs> proper punky style you know yeah like yeah going for
1: it. <laughs> <I> was, <Yeah. laughs> speaking of going for it, I was tell you what, I was I was I've been watching it quite a bit, but the the thing with you with the two, with the two drummers is just fantastic because I was the two drummers for some of the time I was in there. So did did you like being part of a two drummer? Well,
2: just different. The first the, the actual first time I did it was on my second gig in uh, with Orfeo. Yeah. Um it was the Boddington's beer you know, the brewery, yeah. They turned it into a venue until it closed. Well, um, he, I'd done that one gig in Ireland, and then he said, oh, can you get to this one? I think it was November or December. Uh, so I turned up thinking, brilliant, like, you know, I've got another gig, and the uh, the off there. So I said, oh, fair enough, you know, I don't want to step on your toes. And he said, oh, no, uh, we're having two drummers tonight. I'm like, all right, thinking we'll take turns, or yeah. it's a bit weird. Anyway, I got there, and there were two kits set up, and I was like, "All oh, right." <laughs> so, it's great, though, isn't it? So, it's a two- Yeah, it, it, once, like, I had a bit of an understanding with uh, Darren. Yeah. Because um, it was clashing, the, both of us having cymbals, and both yeah. of us having two, you know. Yeah. So, he, he played a stand-up kit, yeah. and uh, he, I don't know, there was something quite cruel about it. I ah, loved it. Of-
1: because it's funny, because... <laughs> Me and Carl did it, Carl Burns. But then Carl, tra- Mark tried to bring it in with Simon, who was the drummer after me. Well, I, it sort of it went a bit weird. It went me, Carl, me back for a bit, and then Simon. But uh, he hated it, the two drummers. He fought it tooth and nail, didn't he, Simon? Oh,
0: no, he didn't like it at all. Yeah,
1: I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was. And I've, I watched. There's one. Um, there's a film of you doing the. Six, is it six music? And you do. Uh, oh yeah. Is yeah. it Wolf man with the two drums? It's just brilliant. I mean, because I, I, I didn't. Oh. Have, I've been doing my homework and I didn't realise just quite how hard you hit the kit, which is always gratifying to Because you don't want one of these bloody tippy-tappy drummers, do you? <laughs> you're, well, def- you're definitely not that. I,
2: I, I got sort of drummed into me, pardon the pun, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, when i was 16 i started doing some have you heard of azizi brand yes of course yeah yeah, yeah. well when i was 16 i, I got a, a job drumming with him right like, on a few gigs and stuff it, it a, it's a bit of a weird story i, I was setting up from drum I was drum teching for this band that was supporting state's Quo. so i've gone i was like seeing like how it's done from the other side yeah and uh, just like the big sort of, like, with the chefs and everything. It's like, bloody <laughs> hell, what's going on here? So I ended up buying the State Core drum kit off, the, off their drum tech. Wow. Because swapped them out every party. Um, <laughs> He said, oh, if 500 quid, you can have it. And, uh, wow! My mum just get, get, coughed up some money so I could get a kit so I could play with Aziz. Right. With a decent kit instead of what I already had. Right. So when I, I started racing with Aziz, and he's, one of the things he... He said to me, "It's just like, all you have to do is just hit it hard. <laughs> hit it with, like, conviction. And it, I don't know, it just stuck. And yeah. I sort of took out the... I don't know if I'm tense or anything. Like, I get on stage and I sort of lose my what I'm... Uh, you yeah. know I've not got the nice light and shade what everybody else has got it just just comes out <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well, it's I think it's really, you can really see that I was going to say that with the, the whole all three of you well all four of you nobody's uh, nobody's coasted along there are they it's not like you knew you are know, saying you're like an employee but it's not like a session musician that's the big thing with, no, the, I felt I
2: felt part of the band I felt yeah. like, especially at the end after maybe a couple of years I felt like I was in it yeah. with, with him it was like a you know you I felt like we're in a gang almost together yeah Um, right and there was no
0: no atmosphere of that might change or he might get rid of somebody or any of that
2: I I used to be quite annoyed by the revolving door comments you know like yeah Yeah. expecting someone to be sacked all the time because I think more people probably, I might be totally out here, but I'm I assuming more people left than you yeah. were sacked. Can't yeah, that's how. right,
0: yeah.
1: And Steve always has this theory, which he'll expound on, that a lot of the people and when they talk about these ridiculous number of members, a lot of them weren't really properly members, were they?
2: Weren't members, no. Yeah, it's like, what, what is it, 40
0: odd or 60 or something? Yeah, but if you get somebody in to play clarinet on a tour or violin on a tour, well, they're not real, they weren't really M- a member of the band.
2: No, you can't, exactly. It's like a no. standard. Yeah, for yeah. Reason.
1: Yeah. And like I say, I think it's it's not like, you know, that's what I never really like about that granny on bongos thing. It's not that like people are just turning up and tossing it off. People who play with the fall really mean it and they commit to it, don't they?
2: Oh, yeah, you have to be in it, don't you? Yeah. There's no, I'm trying to explain this to Sam, how we're singing out in Imperial Wax. He, obviously, he's, he's a young lad. He, he, what is he? Be, well, say he's young. He's coming up thirty. He's Twenty old. That's and, uh, young. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's always asking me about you know bits and stuff, and uh, I, I was just saying, you know, you, you, you're in it or you're out, and uh, you've got to be fully
3: yeah
2: <laughs> if you if you're in it. You've got right, to get yeah. Involved. You go in. You sort of have marks back, and I don't yeah. know. It's just one of the things. Definitely, yeah. It is like being in a gang almost. You have to. Once you're out, you're out. Once you're in, you've got to be full in. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I, I think you,
1: I was going to say. I mean, I think you're right about more people left than were sacked. There wasn't. I don't think there's that many people who actually were sacked. I mean, Carl bumps the average up because he got sacked about four times, didn't he? But I, don't, <laughs> I think most people, certainly me and Steve, both left. Uh, well, yeah. Steve went back obviously, and then left again. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean.
0: I was I was sacked a few times as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the, the one that he, didn't that he, he sacked sack. about a week. Yeah, which one was that? Was that when Craig went?
0: Yeah, I was sacked then.
1: Any, any other <laughs> any other sackings you'd like to tell us about?
0: Yeah, I was sacked when somebody had seen me in the pub with Mark Riley.
1: Oh well. No wonder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Somebody had to see me in the public mark and reported it back, and uh, yeah, I got sacked that day.
1: That can't last you very long, <laughs> can it?
0: How long did it last? I got sacked on the Saturday and went back on the Thursday. After. Oh, too bad then. <laughs> Not too bad. They recorded two singles and an
1: album while he was while he was gone. <laughs>
0: What's that? They
1: recorded two singles and an album while you were gone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, did a, They did a tour and an album. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which do you prefer then, recording or playing live?
2: I like, I like them both, probably equally. I, I love playing live. It's, it's brilliant. Um, yeah. I I just love making new music as well.
3: That's,
2: yeah, yeah. They both the, got the different. Th- they both got the different things that are great. I'm neither. It's like making a cake. You get in there and, you, 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 and uh, you're you don't not sure what it... I mean, the way we recorded, I don't know how you lot did it, but we we didn't have anything when we went in the studio. We go going with, with nothing and sort of work on a few riffs and then just... We all blended our ideas together. So, uh, no, we didn't do that.
0: We, so the albums, we'd, we'd go in with about probably... Seven finished songs, oh, okay. And then, and then we'd probably work on about three or four in the studio. Right, a right. lot of them were ready to go. And
1: about how long did yeah. it take you to do an album then, Kieran? Was it? How was it? Fairly quick turnaround, I imagine. Was it?
2: Yeah, I mean, it', it, it the last one. I think we put it put us in the... What were we now? I bet we did. When you say a quick turnaround for studio time, it was probably about two to three weeks overall. <laughs>
1: Well,
2: that's pretty quick. Uh, well, that is pretty quick. But, yeah. yeah, That's that's without we had to them as well, so we kind yeah. of that know, is really quick yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> but then these like these other albums, um, like U.S.A.T.S. Yeah. I mean, that is probably one of the, you know that's up there with the worst, one of the worst rated fall albums. And if you'd have heard the actual album that we did, <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: it's completely different to that so we were really well, yeah well, well we were talking to you know Grant Showbiz
0: recently and he <laughs> said that he said there's a lot of a lot of them that were sort of recorded and and the original recordings were better
2: than it turned out that the albums turned out yeah well ersatz we we got given uh, well Mark just said right be at the airport on this day you're going to Berlin so we're like oh right okay anyway we got there Got the tickets, flew there, got off the plane. We're like, where? who's picking us up? What's going on? So I rang Mark, and he's like, all oh, right, uh, I thought you'd just find somewhere to stay. When I said Berlin, I meant Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up uh, We ended up sleep- sleeping in Safi's bar. I don't know if you know who Safi is, it's Safi Sniper. <laughs> Um, he's one of Ellen's uh, yes. best friends. Yeah, yeah, So he, he used to do like a support slot sort of thing, didn't he? Yeah, like a VJ thing. Yeah. Before we went up. Um, anyway, he came and saved us, and we slept upstairs in his. Um, he had a bar, and then he had a little flat upstairs that he didn't use, so we kicked on the floor in that. <laughs> hey, the luxury, <laughs> so it. We, uh, the glamour. The luxury it. <laughs> oh, right, nothing but the best. Uh, but we. We got put in a really nice uh, studio. Uh, the name completely escapes me, but it was all like wood panelled, but really nice. It, and instead of like, you know, they normally put the bass like in a different room yeah. and everything. They, they split you all out. Well, this this place was like positioning. It was all about how you were positioned in a room. Right. So you were playing together as a band properly. So we great. got a really nice sound going. Yeah. And uh, we, wrote, we wrote and recorded 12 songs in two days. And we're just like some of these are like because we were just there. We weren't doing anything else. We were all no, like nipping off to the pub. We're just like right. We're in and we're we're doing it. Yeah. So it, we 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 blasted a lot out and uh, we came away really chuffed with ourselves, thinking you know. Yeah. You're sounding really good. I think Mark's gonna like them. And I think one. So of just up just, up just up, the musicians in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. We just meet well. Me, David, Pete. We'd come away thinking brilliant, and then. He'll put his in somewhere else to, you know, the marked parts and Eleanor's bits and everything. I think one thing got used off that. Oh, um, bloody hell. And it's speeded up slightly, than it actually were recorded. Right. The rest of it's all just, yeah, I don't I don't really know. I can't remember recording most of that. Right. All the stuff, so it's, it's just one of them things. It's like,
0: could it? Yeah, we uh, we, we had a similar thing when we were doing Cold Selfish. We we, went, we had a resident. We had a studio in uh, Glasgow for a month and spent ages like working on stuff. And when we came out at the end of the month, he didn't like any of it. And we ended up re-recording it all in like three days somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that whole month was just wasted. So, you know, we just ditched a lot of it. <laughs>
1: there's a big there. there's a big difference between wasting the Day, two days in the studio where you're all in the same room, and a month in a big posh studio where you were. It must have got a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> it, had, it
0: had a snooker <laughs> table. Oh, yeah. had a snooker table.
1: <laughs> I bet you. I bet you spent about three hours a day recording in there. If that,
2: we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, which
1: do you think's the best album you played on then?
2: Personally, uh, my favourite one's the last one, but is it? I know that's. Uh, yeah, not out of. I don't know. I just. It's, I got to produce it you, yeah. you were involved in the production yeah that last one was like you know personally it's my favorite because I got the most control on, on it but right. mark was quite ill by then yeah it was still going it, we, we thought we he wanted to, you know it, i I believed they were going to get better yeah So right. I always thought we'd do another one after that so that's it, we didn't write it as going in going this is the last thing that he'll ever do this it, it were like we already talked about um, hiring a big... He wanted to... The idea were to go with Grant Showbiz yeah. up to the... I think it was up to in the lake somewhere and hire this big house cottage thing right. um, and do, set up a studio in it do like a month up there right. on the next big album after this. So that was, that was the idea but I don't know if he just sort of... I don't know if he knew he were worse than he were or if he'd just put that in his head so he had a goal to yeah get. Well, because uh, we,
1: we talked to Grant and he said the same. He said he definitely had plans to, for the next one. He was, you know, they weren't just like, let's do this. He had sort of concrete plans to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, we I were ready to go. We were just waiting for him to get the, you know, chemo. Yeah. make him feel a bit better and everything. But, you know, he, had, he, he did have cancer in 2012. Um, he? Yeah, he got a, so I think it was a tumour or something. Uh, and he, he went and had it sorted out. Um, he were on honestly. He, he were back two days later uh, in the studio with us recording uh, your future, our Clutter. and uh, and then he we were doing gigs and he's on stage in a wheelchair because he he broke his hip while they were there. Yeah, in the hospital. He's a, he's a tough fella, like. You know? Oh, I. Yeah.
1: No one was going to stop him, was it? You, no one was
2: telling. No, him. we we asked him not to do it. Um, we said like you know. Please, don't. We don't, you know, don't do this for us or anything. I not We didn't know why we were doing it because we yeah. we're like, you're not well, like. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because he wanted to go out and do what he does. Yeah. The last one where he couldn't make it, that was that was pretty grim, really. We got back to Bristol. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We
2: got we were supposed to do Coco the day after, and we we just drove home. But when we got back, I got him back to his house, and I had to carry him in. Just
1: really horrible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. some of that film of him, you're know, like, when he's going on stage in the wheelchair, Christ almighty. But I mean, his singing's not like, it's not, like, he doesn't sound, he sounds still bent on him out, isn't he?
2: Even, the, even that 100 Club thing where. Yeah. He got the reason why he went off stage and we had we carried on is just they were too ill to yeah. sta- stand anymore really. So he yeah. we went and sat down in the dressing room. But he had the uh portable mic. Yeah. And um he carried on. Cracked yeah. cracked out. I went back back after the show, but into the dressing room. It's like tiny d you'll have played one hundred club in yeah. that tiny dressing yeah. room it's like, yeah, yes. tiny, so, yeah. tiny uh really there, we we're boiling, absolutely roasting, there's no air floor or anything yeah. and he's just done a full Set, <laughs> sat in there on his own, yeah. Fair play to him. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Dead right. I mean,
1: it can't have literally wasn't good for him, was it? But it was what he wanted to do. <laughs> I don't
2: know, there's something about his character, and I can't imagine him ever just going right. That's it. I'm ill. I'm going to stay home now, and that's me. And you know, yeah. I think it were always going to be hard work. You yeah, he's, he's going to be like, oh, I'm supposed to do that. Okay, well, I'm going to go the opposite way and go and do a lot of gigs. Yeah, must have been. It must have been quite hard for you guys at the end, though, man. Yeah, I mean, I went and visited him and stuff over over the Christmas time thing. Uh, it's just horrible. Like, honestly. Mm. Because his face went swollen and stuff, and then he he lost more weight, and it was just horrible. Yeah, but I mean, I was, I was,
1: when I was going through and looking at the stuff, I was deliberately kind of trying to shy away from the stuff at the end. Not because it's just, yeah, it it kind of tilts the story, doesn't it? Really, because if you look at your U3 or U4, Line up, it's a real like triumph, isn't it? It's it's like he gets it all back and gets it all fantastic and got a really good band behind him. And I mean, I'm not saying that it's not important to be at the end, but I, you, you don't want that to be the story, do you?
2: I'd, I'd, I'd still be doing it now if it, yeah, there's no way I'm gonna leave the band, I were, I were a lifer, you know. So yeah. I, I, I just got used to it, it's just out, it were a way of life for me, and even like my wife had to. Um, get used to me being back. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> a. Yes. you know it's been, it's been tough for us all. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> how, how much how much realistically of your life did it take up then? Not not towards the end, but when you know the last sort of run of years. So was it was it a full time thing?
2: Yeah, I mean, I never. I mean, I had to do bits of, of stuff to make it. A, a proper wage, you know. Yeah. When, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't rely on it as a full-time job. But yeah. uh, I had a recording studio as well, so when when I were back, I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Then you know, I met my. I was like full-time musician at that point. Yeah. yeah, when Mark died, I got went back to welding and painting and decorating. Also, right? <laughs> uh,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> and what about Imperial Wax? What's the future? Oh, we're just on with the next album now. Great. Right. Um, right. Yeah, it's all it's all positive stuff. We just. I don't know. We've kind of gone a bit faster and a bit more punkier on this next one. Yeah. So I we mean, just did... wanna, we've got we've got a good promoter. Uh, you probably know him, actually, Jacob Brailsford, young lad from Manchester. Right. Well, he's not that young anymore. But <laughs> you keep saying uh, that. Uh, young. he's, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's younger than me, anyway. <laughs> um, but he, he's he's done some cool stuff, like. He's done a uh, put John Cooper Clark on and stuff like that. And, right. You know, he's he's good, so run with him. And we're just uh weighing up our options with a couple of labels at the minute for the next really? one. So yeah, it's
1: good. So how does it compare then? What's it? Was it a different experience playing live with? Because I mean, it's the same band, isn't it? Pretty much, apart yeah. from the singer, obviously.
2: Yeah, it's different.
0: It's the, does he, he, he was... mess with the amplifiers? <laughs> oh, It, it wasn't there. Not <laughs> <one>. <laughs> there's, only, there's only one person you'd let do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had a similar done, thing when I, I, after when we left the fall when I was. Was we playing with Tom Hingley from the you know, from right. the spirals. There's only one person I'm gonna let mess with my amplifier. It's not you, <laughs> and, it, and it's not you. But, <laughs> it was,
1: there was a bit more to that, it was, um, and it's certainly not a something like you, it was. But no, yeah, we can't, yeah. Put, that, we can't put that word on the uh, podcast, can we? <laughs>
2: he never no. did it again, did he? I don't know how you did. You ever get like play a certain way when you were in the fall, or did you always play? Because I I adjusted my playing to how to be in the fall. Well, I, um, I I
1: was sort of the first. It was my first drumming gig, really. The fall. I was sixteen, so I played. Right. I, I'd only played one gig before I joined. I, I did a gig at a youth club, doing like Buscocks covers and stuff. That was the. I did that gig, and then. That was probably in the January, maybe, 1980, and then I joined the Fall in the March. So that was the second gig of evidence. So yeah. I'd, I'd never been anything but the Fall drummer, really. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose I did change it a bit after I left, but I, I don't know enough to make, to play in different styles in different bands. I'm
2: not sure no, enough. I think I, I only know one way of playing, yeah. It, it's bizarre because I've come from... I've done all sorts of different things in the past, you know, before this. Like a rockabilly yeah. band, I've been in, like, straight-up sort of punk, uh, punky rock you know, he's all. I've done a few different kind of styles. Yeah. Uh, before fall, like Aziz again, that he's completely different. If you've heard the,
0: yeah. The, the, I, I saw him, yeah, and uh, the the rhythms he plays, are totally different, aren't they?
2: Yeah, and you've got to play to his um, like delays and stuff like that. Right. That he's uses. So it's a bit that would another lesson. Trying it's like learning how to play to a click. Yeah. Learning how to play to a delay. So, but yeah, when I got in the fall, I was just busy like yeah. doing film. Stuff and, and he just a couple of gigs. He like took me to one side after the gig. He's like, "You don't need to do fills." And I'm like, "All oh, right." Many <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I said, "Right, fair enough." And then uh, I just sort of I saw it as a passing comment, and then said it again. And I thought, "Oh, I'll do less fills this time." And then I don't know. I can't remember the gig now, but it might have been Glasgow Ferry. I can't remember, but that's top gig there. I did the gig and I thought, right, I'm going to do no fills this gig. <laughs> and I came off. He's like, that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right, OK. <laughs> Penny drops.
1: One thing I did want to ask you, how do you account for, and this might sound a bit daft, that The Fall always sound like The Fall, given that you didn't know anything about The Fall, you can definitely hear a sort of musical kind of link, yeah. can't you, all the way through?
2: Well, that is a funny one because I purposely didn't listen to any any fall yeah. when I out from getting in the fall to the end right uh, for eleven years because I didn't want to be influenced by like I didn't want to write a song like what what you yeah. yeah yeah you know I didn't want to, because I wanted it to be something new always yeah. moving on and all the rest of it yeah so I stayed clear from listening to any any. Of the fall, up until, like, get, saying, can you do Carry Bag Man or, yeah, you know, yeah. like, live, we had to play, like, yeah. or Chuck Hill, a different, I don't know what, name the song. No like, Christmas. You, used
1: to, you did a great version of No <laughs> Christmas.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did that, hey that. Really fast and yeah. yeah. Drunk, but, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, put, I, I don't know, really. I think it must be the fact that uh you go for the repetitive it's repetitive hook thing yeah yeah uh, and cut out, cut out the fills
3: <laughs> um. <laughs> um.
2: so and then it's mark's vocal in it yeah as soon as you put mark yeah sound like
1: before it does, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I, I have to say, some great little, r- great riffs on some of the stuff you're on. You know, you get that riff yeah. and you can just think, they Not can do the anything with this riff. They can take it up, they can take it down, they can to play it longer, shorter. You know, when you get them really good, that's a real fall thing, that, isn't it? That's what, you know, Steve's yeah, said that before.
2: Uh, well, like, I'm into James Brown, and yeah. uh, I love that they sort of, that's kind of what I saw Mark as, but like, you know, yeah, a false punk version of it. Yeah, um, and he commands the band, and he didn't he didn't find the... you for doing roles did he? <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, we get. I don't know. I'd watch his hands and stuff. Yeah, because he'd always like give me little cues with with, with his hands, or I'd turn around and nod at me for a certain bit, and I yeah. knew what it meant. You know. Yeah. So, it, I don't know Oh man, that's great Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah. I mean, there's nothing like that, is there When you get a, you know you get a, You're get on stage and you're playing something, And it's it's just the performance, isn't it It's not even really a properly a song half the time It's like a riff that can go up and down And you just sort of get in the zone It's a fantastic thing to be a part of, isn't it Yeah,
2: well, sometimes, you know We might have all had a a Red Bull, let's say. <laughs> um, and then, so, <laughs> everything would be wanting to go faster. Yeah. And I'd be like, fucking hell, like, I am sweating now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to cling on for dear life. Yeah. And Mark will turn around, and he'll be like, come on. You <laughs> want to Faster i yeah. <laughs> <I'm plugging laughs> I don't know, you get you get through the pain barrier a bit. Yeah, you do, yeah. You smell your
1: muscles burning. <laughs> I remember he, he said that to me once, we did this we did three nights at the band on the wall and he was like, Come on, Paul, you know you're a young kid, I'm an old man, you should be able to keep and I'm thinking, You're only bloody stuck there. <laughs> I'm whacking seven says a shame all these kid <laughs> I mean, having said that, when he said he was an old man, He, he was about like I say he was about twenty three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that's it yeah he was 49 when I met him yeah so which is bizarre because I was 23 and I just I thought oh he's, he's really old <laughs> you know when I got in the back, I saw was like a really old man because I was a kid yeah and uh, and now Pete's not so far off you know yeah in his, his late 40s now and I'm thinking you're not I don't know he yeah, done, he doesn't seem that. all he, oh, he doesn't seem that bad now. No, he had a kind you of know, to he, went
1: back there. He had a kind of different air about him, Martin. Didn't he he always felt like sort of. Well, he always. I always felt like I was in the room with your teacher. You know that kind of vibe. I mean, even though the age gap wasn't that much, that's what it kind of felt like.
2: Yeah, well, it what whatever room he was in, he'd control it. Yeah, even like hotel rooms, like out in the. I mean, for us, in the best way, um, but he was in control. Yeah. We'd yeah. we go, go back to our hotel room after a gig and he'd have me creased, and I'm talking... Belly laughing yeah. every every night, like, yeah. just just funny. But he would not stop talking. Yeah. so he, you couldn't get a word
1: Really. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> we were talking about that with um, Grant, and he was saying because of the all the weight was on him. In you know, I know it's a band, but everything was everyone was looking at him. That the relief he had when he got back in that hotel room after the gig, he kind of really relaxed and I think he really enjoyed them with you lot. You know. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. They were the best times. They, like I know you're supposed to say whatever gig was the best thing ever, but. Yeah. Uh, the hotel room were the best part of it for me because yeah. you're just having a laugh with him. And, yeah. Honestly, I'm not not even I'm not saying it just to be like oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we were creaked over. He was piss funny. Yeah, well, he was. You yeah.
0: can't repeat. Much yeah, of his stuff <laughs> <from> yeah. <then. laughs> I'm kind of relieved. I think <laughs> with the fact that you're talking to us here now is that because I always had this thing that he'd be sat in a hotel room with you slagging us off, slagging all the ex-members off. Oh, naturally.
3: Yeah,
1: of course, yeah, yeah. But I mean, as long as he did it. <laughs> As long as he did it in a funny way, that's all right.
2: <laughs> the enemy. Yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. No, we just sat and laughed, really. Played music and just yeah. stand fucked. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so I mean,
1: that's a really, uh, that's really a sort of healthy place it got to the fall, I think, didn't it? I, th- I think it got a bit toxic towards the end of Steve's time. we talked about this, me and Steve, and we wouldn't have given you tuppence for when Steve left. Not necessarily because Steve left. I mean, I mean, although it was a big part of it I thought they were finished then in 98 and you've yeah. got to say the way he turned it round
2: because I mean it happened again right.
1: didn't it it happened with Steve Chafford's they all buggered off as well yeah
2: did they leave him in the desert he mentioned that
3: yeah uh, a
1: few
2: times um, I mean to, to be fair yeah, to I Steve
1: mean,
0: there are two sides to every story. <laughs> <laughs> well that's when I the didn't, American group came I, yeah. did, I didn't leave him in the desert
2: no
3: Prison,
1: <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> I only left him in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Three meals a day. So, yeah, but, I mean, the way the way that he came back is just... It's amazing, really. It's a hell, hell of a story, was Yeah. I, I
3: yeah.
2: Guess... I, Imperial wax was... Um, well, you know, we... I didn't know what to expect. Like I said, I didn't listen to any of the old stuff. And yeah. I was going in to this place thinking, like, this guy, you know, he's, he's the guy, he's the famous guy, and we're just there to do the job. But um, because we have gone over to Dusseldorf, obviously the beer, yeah, you don't get hangover off it, do you? So No, no. You can keep going. Yeah. And uh, we, we just ended up having a right good time making it as well. And yeah. I was going out to the pub with mark and then going back and we're just in this uh andy thomas uh, studio from mouse on mars oh yeah we're in Von Tudor as well with mark yeah uh that we recorded at his place but when i say house it's like a big sort of warehousey you know them german places you go that are like yeah. industrial yes got like a little flat in there a massive studio and yeah. it's really really nice but he looked after us and he's uh his girlfriend were feeding us and stuff.
3: And yeah,
2: I don't know it was just great, relaxed atmosphere, and we kind of had fun making it. And I, I think I don't know, you can hear it a bit. It went, it went. To, I think it was 35 or 34 in in the chart right. when it came out. And Mark, I remember Mark being like bloody hell, and I was surprised that he was surprised. Right. And I thought that's what it'd do for him at it? Because it's Mark, you know, he's the guy. Yeah. So. And then I was like, "Oh, hang on, I think we hit something a bit special on
1: that one." Yeah. So, was, you know, I don't know. No, oh, definitely did. And the you didn't struggle to repeat it, did you? Because I mean, another cliche is that the way Mark kept it fresh was every now and again he swap things around a bit. I mean, that's what you know. That's but you didn't need that to happen, did you? I don't think you lot.
2: No. Well, the next album was the, uh Your Future, and yeah. I, I think that might be we, that might be the most. Popular one yeah. that we've done as a as our line Yeah, that were out on Domino, and they were see that that were a different experience because we've gone into Castleford to record in a couple of places. I think we've been to Liverpool, you know, the Park Street place. Yeah, been there a couple of different places anyway, and uh, they had their guys in from the studio. Um, from the label, sorry. Yeah. Working on And And uh, he felt a bit restricted in yeah. how we were working because it had to be a certain speck and be yeah. run past the label before it can go out. Oh, wow, I bet he didn't yeah. wow, wow. like <clears> that. So, yeah, and then we went on Cherry Red and he got free reign then. Yeah. So got to do whatever he wanted. God, it worked, worked did
1: uh, one thing I was going to ask you about was that horrific attack you uh, suffered in 2018. You got attacked on a train, didn't you?
2: Yeah, we're well, coming on after uh, sad lads do. with mark. Right. You know, did you ever do sad? Think did. <laughs> I never got. Oh, inv- yeah.
1: I never got invited on the Christmas day. Too young.
2: <laughs> well, it, were late was it, too? It, it was a Christmas do. It was a Christmas do, but because it were real, it got moved on. So I think it was March by the time we did it. Anyway, yeah, I got we've been been out and stuff in Manchester, and then I got on the train back to Burnley, and there were two lads just picking on a little. Dude. He were only about fifteen and he had a he was sat there with his bike mm. and I was sat there and I'm watching it for a bit and they kept grabbing hold of his back and trying to pull it and so So I ended up losing the temper and I just stood up and told him to go and sit down a bit, you know, abruptly like you know how it goes. Yeah. And they they, they went off they went and sat down in a different carriage and I sat down I put my headphones in and uh, I fell asleep. Yeah. And that was the that was the last thing that I can remember. Oh so, Christ! I woke up, woke up in hospital on the bed. Bloody hell! <laughs> so, oh my God! Yeah, so apparently they did like kick me in the head while I was asleep, and then stamped on the rods and stuff. Jesus Christ! Uh, they could have killed you. Yeah. Well, they thought they, they thought they had killed me. That was the thing. Oh they, they were heard in a pub. They'd like you know, when they'd follow them through on the uh, CCTV yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, there were witnesses in this pub that had heard him saying, "Oh, we've killed him. So they thought they got away with it. And uh, they were pretty bad, to be fair. Yeah? In the hospital for a week. Oh, a bit grim, But... You know, but he's, he's knackered my memory and recalling names and stuff like that. He's, he's getting better, yeah. Um, and hopefully, he'll recover, you know. But everyone were cool, everyone on you know the mighty fault page and all that lot like, mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. I yeah. got tons of people from the you know the uh, fall online. Oh, yeah, Lots yeah. People send messages and yeah, get well, soon, all that stuff. Yeah, fair play to him. I want
1: Fair play to you. Christ, was, was the lad all right? They didn't, they didn't get Yeah, he attacked. got away,
2: nice. <laughs> it, oh, man. He got back, around his back, anyway, I'll tell you <laughs> um, But they ended up... They, they handed themselves in, because uh, they saw themselves in paper. They were supposed to go down for... Well, it started off as attempted murder, yeah. and then it went down to GBH with intent, and then it went down again, because the CPS kept putting it back, and it got down to... I think they ended up getting ABH with intent and they were out in a year or something. Cool. So, yeah, it is what it is, though. Yeah, yeah. I've got... I'm pretty dumb from it now. So. Yeah, good, good
1: <laughs> for you. Good for you. No, I mean, you could be very bitter about things like that, couldn't you?
2: <laughs> you yeah, yeah. You know, I started off and I was really angry about it all and then I kind of... My wife, she, she said, you, you just leave it now. Yeah. Keep thinking about it, so time. that's it. I'm done with
1: it. Right, Let's good go. for you.
2: Right, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll
1: not bombshell, Kieran. We'll have, to, we'll have to let you go. It's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you.
2: Absolute delight,
0: man, yeah, talking yeah. to you. No, i No, don't no, be daft, no. Yeah. So, no.
1: I mean, you know, we've all done it, haven't we? So there you go. But uh, honestly, <laughs> great to speak to you, and uh, take care, and I hope, really hope um, Imperial Wax does well. Hope you get out, so yeah. much. Nice, and
0: Yeah. I love, yeah. I love love the fact that you just carried on with it and yeah made it work.
1: Right, well we'll come and see you when you play, mate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: good luck to you too. All right, cheers, mate. Good night, God bless. Good to see you. We'll have have to have a we've got to have a pint sometime. I think I think that
1: could be arranged. I think, yeah. Yeah. We're going, to, we're going to end every week of the podcast with we'll have to have a pint sometime.
3: <laughs> yeah. Good
1: <laughs> we'll call, off today, Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, mate, take care. Good
0: to see you, mate. Take care. You, Bye-bye. Thank you, man.
1: Thanks for joining us for episode three of Old Brother, episodes released every second Wednesday, so watch out for episode four. You can follow us on Twitter, at Old Brother Show, where you can subscribe to your iTunes or link to Spotify. Feel free to rate us on iTunes if you have a mind. See you back here in a fortnight, and remember, if
3: you're driving, take your car.